Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of the Gospel Everyday Podcast with Mariner's Church. My name's Joel, and I'll be your host for today. We're officially in the month of March, which is wild. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to keep up with how quickly time passes, but what I know is that I, I've loved getting to grow in my knowledge of God with all of you, alongside all of you in the first few months of this year as we've been making our way through our annual read, Knowing God by J.I. Packer. Today, the title of the devotion that we're going to look at for March 2nd is titled, Listening to the Shepherd. And the verse that I want to read for us right up front comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, and in verse 12, it says, Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. Quick story to start off like we always do. I went to college in Nebraska at a small school called Concordia University. Some of you are probably familiar with the Concordia University here in Southern California. It's actually located right here in Irvine. And these schools actually are related. Okay, They're under one umbrella. They're governed and managed by the same organization, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. And so for all intents and purposes, when I say Concordia University... You can think of Concordia Irvine if that's helpful. They're they're very similar, except because I was in Nebraska, I want to make sure you picture less palm trees and more cornfields. <laughs> that's, that's really the biggest difference. Um, it was in a super small town called Seward, and I went to school there primarily to play basketball. It's a fantastic school. The education was great, but my reasoning for going there was to play basketball, and I had the privilege of playing for all four years of college, and overall, it was a really great experience. But one of the harder parts of my time on the basketball team there is that in my four years on the team, I played for three different head coaches. So three out of my four years, I was starting over with a brand new coach. And I remember back to my junior year, we were getting the third coach in three years. Okay. So there had been a lot of transition. And I remember walking into a team meeting, we got called in and they had told us that they were interviewing someone who they thought was going to be our head coach. Right. And so we're all excited. We're, we're kind of nervous, apprehensive as to what to expect. But I remember walking in the door and being immediately impressed because as we walk in, all of the guys on the team, the coach already knew all of our names. Now, we'd never met before. He must have researched. So he knew all of us. As we walked in the door, he shook our hands and addressed us by name. And then as he started talking to us and addressing the team, I was again impressed that he also knew a lot of details about us. He knew our record, our wins and losses from the previous year. He knew not only the, the record itself, but who we beat and who we lost to. He knew some of the plays and sets that we ran, some of the systems and strategies that we used in our offense and our defense. He knew a lot of the stats for our team. Like He knew who our leading scorer was, and 
He knew that we needed to work on rebounding because we almost always got less rebounds than the other team. He knew that we had certain guys who had suffered from injuries. And not only that, he actually knew the timeline that the physical trainers were actually expecting them to be recovered and get back on the basketball court. And when you get a new head coach, you're always a little bit nervous. But honestly, after this first meeting, I felt pretty encouraged after meeting this coach because it seemed, at least at first glance, like he knew us and that was helpful in our nervousness. So fast forward a few a few weeks later, he officially gets hired and he accepts the position. His family moves to Nebraska and he starts officially operating as our head coach. And we, as a team, officially start our postseason workouts and meetings. So this is the time of year where the regular season is over, there's no more games, and you're just kind of rebuilding for the year to come, just getting your bodies and your minds in the correct shape for the season ahead. And so um, even though we came in pretty optimistic about our new coach, because in that first meeting it seemed like he knew us, we quickly realized that his knowledge of us only went so far. We soon realized that our coach's knowledge of us as a team, as players, and definitely as individuals, young men that were placed in his care, was actually pretty limited. He only knew us as far as what he was able to read on paper and been able to learn from a distance. Now, I don't want to make it seem like that's a bad thing or like I'm ripping on him as a coach. I'm not. He he was a great coach for me and he still is a great coach. But I think this was a lesson for me in the fact that knowing about someone doesn't translate to really knowing them. To actually know someone, there needs to be a relationship. And as we read the devotion for today, J.I. Packer is walking us through what it means that not only do we know God, but God knows us. And he points out that there are actually two different connotations when scripture tells us that God knows us. The first one is similar to my college coach. God knowing us on the surface means that, as Packer puts it, God is aware of us. He knows that we exist. He is all-knowing, after all. But then, Packer leads us through the second deeper meaning of what it means to be known by God. He explains that there's a relational aspect to God's knowledge of us, that not only did God create us and knit us together in the womb, like it says in Jeremiah, he also cares for us today. He also has a redeeming purpose for those who are his, that being known by God carries with it the good news of having been saved by him. In speaking of how God knows us and the implications that this carries, Packer says this at the bottom of the devotion. He says, It is a knowledge that implies personal affection, redeeming action, covenant faithfulness, and providential watchfulness toward those whom God knows. It implies, in other words, salvation now and forever. That's so beautiful. That we have a God who not only knows us from a distance, but closed the gap. He actually moved towards us, sending his son Jesus to die for us while we were still sinners. Totally undeserving. And now, 
that for those of us who have believed in Jesus' death and resurrection, his sacrifice as payment for our sins, God's knowledge of us includes not only redemption, action, faithfulness, and providence towards us, but it also carries with it the affections of God himself. What a joy it is to be known by God in this way. So God, we love you and we're just grateful that you you went further than was required. You are creator God. You are almighty. You are all powerful. You could have stopped at just creating us, but God, instead you moved towards us. You established relationship. You sent your son Jesus to be the bridge for us, to pay the penalty for our sins, but ultimately for us to be restored into relationship with you and that your word tells us, God, that now you knowing us carries with it much more than just knowledge, but it actually carries with it affection. And so would you help us rest in that today? Would that be an encouragement to us? Would we live our lives from the fact that we are known by you? We love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.